got like a happy French fry sticking out of your mouth. You're thinking it's a cigarette. You're like, the fuck? Fucking A. Fucking A. Stand up. There's like a slice of pizza stuck to your ass. <laughs> slice of pizza. Fucking pepperoni falling off your nipple. And just like in the middle of the show, it just up pizza just falls down. <laughs> that would be. Well, that was all, folks. Hail, Miguel. He, he, hail. He, get a heel. Being interesting, like, if we partied hard like that all the time, and then we just woke up one day to do a podcast, and the fucking, like, by the end of the episode, a slice of pizza just came down and fell in the middle of the table, and we're just like, just just keep going with the episode, like, there'd be no, there'd be no stop, just, I don't know if people would watch, like, would they watch for what what our, what we would say, or would they watch to see if you finish the slice of pizza, like, is that stuff first? I think they'd only watch until they were bored and then they'd just turn it off. Yeah, they'd be done. Like, they can only sit there and listen to you go. <laughs> mm, you know, it's fine for so long. And, like, it, you'd probably confirm it after the first few bites and then yeah. they'd be like, why is he still trying to confirm it? Oh, uh, I forgot to turn the camera on. I'll be right back. Uh, my girlfriend actually found a random slice of pizza in her uh, yard. She was taking her dogs out for a walk and, like, the dog fucking ran back with a slice of pizza. Like, it was like someone just threw it out and it fell in the yard. It was like a stuffed crust piece of pizza. It was perfectly intact, too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that... Yeah, I thought that was some weird fucking shit. I was like... So then it inspired me because, like, I... I took ham sandwiches to work. Ham right? sandwiches? Ham sandwiches. I love ham sandwiches. But they had brought food in for us, so I ate the food instead of the ham sandwiches, and I had them in my car all night, so I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm not going to eat these fucking sandwiches. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with these sandwiches? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to feed these neighborhood cats. So I just, like, wing the fucking sandwich out on 62, and then wing the sandwich out on, like, Middle Branch, and was like, I feel like I did the, the animals out here at Justice just Shit. now. I feel like that wasn't littering because it was biodegradable. Be careful. That'll get you in trouble. Just ask uh, fucking David or Dave. Dave. Fucking Lil Dave. Pritchett, I think was his last name. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah. We I called him Pritchett, that. but yeah, he was feeding neighborhood cats in an abandoned house and got oh, freaking I remember that. Yeah. I, I don't think that was the real truth. No. <laughs> that's why. Feeding neighborhood cats in the abandoned house. That's why I said it the yeah. way I did. You know what I mean? That was funny. I but, remember uh, what exactly what you're talking about now. Because that was the house before they tore it down right there, wasn't it? And then, yeah, after after that, actually, he got in um, trouble again because he robbed, like, a drive through or a gas station or something like that and was successful. Yeah. And then came back, like, the next night or two nights later and then did it again and they caught him. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I got the a, same one, the same place. That is fucking crazy. There, yeah. you know, Majority's right there. Um, right, they, the drive-through, right there behind over the by, donut shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know where you were referring. Yeah, to. so I go there. I got to work at like two in the morning that day. I show up. There's firefighters fucking everywhere. There's police cars, and I'm like, something happened. Something went down. Like somebody got shot down there by Majority's. Right. So yeah. I come up. I have to take the back roads. Whatever. I get up there, and they're all standing there. There's, like, 15 firefighters just standing in front of the door, and smoke's just barreling out, right? Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, Majority's was on fire. Apparently, like, some power line came down. Not even two fucking hours later, they get robbed. Wow. Yeah, dude. Like, apparently it was some like a scene out of a movie. Like, the dudes come out with black ski masks on, and they're running up to the car, and the car's trying to drive off, and he's like, motherfucker, open the door and shit, and, like, they just fucking peel out. and. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, wow, dude, that's a weird place for that to happen. That is. And you said it was two hours later. Like it after was literally two everybody? hours after it had burnt down and everybody had left. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. So I'm assuming they took all the cigarettes. <laughs> like that. Like, what else would you take? I mean, unless all, they went all up in smoke. So how much could be left? Intact if it was burnt down. Well, it wasn't really like burnt down. It was it like, just caught fire. It and caught it was fire. Closed down. Yeah. And okay. it was Well, because everything inside was like blacked out. Like they had to go in there with sprayers. Yeah. And shit. It wasn't up to code because it had caught on fire. Yeah. yeah. Because I guess some power line fell and like there so it was basically an electrical fire. So maybe the roof was on fire and just said, "Fuck it, I'll wipe yeah. all the charge." And know? then I guess like somebody Cigarettes. told them about it and they were like, "Oh, we don't care." Anything that's still good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. No. That's I just crazy. want to know if they started selling that shit after they, like, all that smoke damage, if they just, like, sprayed it all off and then sold it. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I guess certain things you probably could. It wouldn't be affected that bad. No, but, like, a I bag don't of know Doritos. How, how legally. Yeah, how legally, how legal yeah, be. sanitized that is. But it's majorities. It's owned by. That's crazy. I didn't know they caught fire. Yeah. That's, uh, wow. Wow. Hail. Hee hee hail. A lot of shit happens right there. Yeah. Like right there. That's a bad spot. Yeah, that's a really bad spot. Even people that worked at Marianne's fucking got hurt. Like yeah, Josh, I got an accident over there. Josh got an Josh accident got an over there. there. Yeah, He man. got real bad, too. Doug got fucking... So a cop was, like, waiting for him there. Was he? Yeah, and he... I, Doug, like, lost his license for a little bit. I hope he doesn't mind me talking about it, but... Yeah, you you don't remember that? No, Doug was I remember there was cops like looking for somebody, but I didn't know it was Doug at that point. It's just that's such a weird spot, that little alley. Yeah, back there, and then right in front, like especially leaving Falcones, that's a that's a dangerous spot to yeah, come it out. Is. It really just is. because it's right there before a light too, and it's Tusk. Tusk is busy all the fucking time. <sighs> Dude, I hate fucking Tusk. That's why I'm so glad I'm getting a job like two minutes up the street from my house. Nice, yeah. yeah. I, I can get, walk there. Eat sandwiches. Eat sandwiches all day. I love fucking windows, bro. Windows, like fucking square windows that you can see the fucking daylight outside. Oh, yeah, like you're not in a fucking. You're not in a sweatshop. You know it's eighty (sighs) nine degrees in there right now. That's like set. Their temperature is set at like eighty nine right now. In Marianne's. Yep. So like, I go up there and he's like, so what's going on? I'm like, well, I got another job. He's like, so you expect me to work around this schedule? I'm like, I don't fucking expect you to do it. Like, it almost got heated, dude. I was like, I've never come at you like that. I don't expect you to do nothing. I was like, that's why, Patrick, I was like, that's why I came and asked you first. And then he's like, well, since you, I gave you this last raise because of your availability. So I'm gonna, I'm assuming he's going to take it away. Uh-huh. going to take my last raise away. So he can go fuck himself, dude. Like, see, the way I see raises is if they gave it to you, you earned it up until that he's point. He's a flip-flopper. He originally was like, I'm going to give you a raise. There's, there, I, I might have told you about this, but he, he said I was going to get a raise, and then I never got it. When I brought it up, he tried to act like, yeah, I don't ever remember giving you this raise. And I was like, you definitely did. And I gave him the exact reason why he gave me the raise, like, five times yeah and then and he just kind of ignored it every time i said it and then he went through the schedules for the past weeks or whatever and was trying to figure out and he's like oh you know what it is and then said the exact reason i gave him five times and i was like yeah i said that yeah right like he was just trying to get out of giving me the raise for some reason dude he fucking and i wasn't even like asking for the raise i was just asked him one day i was just like hey i thought uh i just happened to notice that i never got that raise you talked about in the you know what I mean? And yeah. then he went from there and was wanted to talk to me about it in the office and shit. I was just like, I, 
He obviously either forgot or was trying not to give it to yeah. him. Or changed his mind. You That's know what, what I'm mean? saying. Because originally he was like, all right, I'm going to pay you like a manager. He's like, I'm giving you this raise because I need you to work mornings. We're going to get you back on the cranker. You're going to start making cake donuts. He's like, and I know how much the managers make there. Well, I don't know how much Kubiak makes, but I know how much at least one manager makes. Yeah. And so he's like, we're going to get you up here. And he fucking, he's like, the next week, because I asked him like three weeks later, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, I'm not giving you this raise because I want you to work all these different hours. I'm giving you this raise because you deserve it, right? And he gives me fucking 50 cents. Like, I turned down. No, I only ever got 50 cents. A job at fucking Western, um, Midwestern, like a steel, like a fucking bolt-making factory that could have been raises all the time, full benefits, because I'm expecting it, like, $2 more an hour at yeah. Marianne's, and, like, I could do whatever I want, fucking smoke, whatever. Yeah. And fucking he... He gives me 50 cents, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And then the following week, when I tell him about this part-time thing, he goes back to, I gave you that raise because of your availability, and be, not because you're working hard, and but because your availability work. Dude, what the, you just said three fucking different things. Like, no. get your shit together. And then he forgot about the first raise he gave me. He's like, well, I was looking through my, uh paperwork and he was like it seems like it's been a long time since you got a raise and i'm gonna tell him i got a raise like three months prior to him about to give me this one yeah i know and he's like it looks like you haven't got a raise since 2015 and i'm like yeah i haven't <laughs> like i'm just i'm just going with it yeah, and he's yeah. like and of this course bullshit, who wouldn't do yeah that? who who would do that so yeah, it's only like, a dummy wouldn't be like <laughs> no yeah no, you, you just gave me one bro I mean, people appreciate honesty. I definitely appreciate honesty. Well, I yeah. was on, but I mean, you're not being dishonest no. by just, for all he knows, you don't remember the last time he got a raise. Exactly. But yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's it's bullshit there. And then for him to hit me like that, like, well, since your availability's not there anymore, we're going to have to reevaluate your pay. And it's like, they're just offering themselves. No. Like, instead of offering me more money to Dude. stay or offer, because I'm like... He's like, well, why do you want to leave? He was like, I'm like, it's it's the attitudes down there, the environment. He was like, well, that's nothing I can change. It's all that's all things he could change. Exactly. All of those, all the stuff that I brought up. He he's could he's the one that's supposed to change it. Like, yep. He says, come to me with any problems you have, but then tells you he can't change any of those problems. Yeah. So you're not my therapist, dude. I don't want to just go talk to you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to waste my breath. But no, it's he never tried to. The only thing he ever tried to fix for anybody were the machines. Yeah. And the only reason, and he wasn't really doing it for me or them or no. us. You know what I mean? He was doing it because the product wasn't getting out on time or yeah. something. Like Pat's a good dude, but it's hard to work for him. It is. He is. He's a good dude outside of the job. Yeah, like inside the job, he'll be your friend. He's until a businessman he first. He's a businessman first. And yep. Everybody there is dispensable. That's why they're hiring all the time. They they could replace you in a couple of days. Oh yeah, they will. And they will. Yeah. They, oh yeah, they definitely. That's why I was, they didn't dude, offer I was, any more money. I was say. there for four and a half years, and I was fired through a text message, and he didn't even want my side of the story. Yeah, I've been there for four and a half years now, and he's basically treat me like a bitch. Like, look at this. Like, my schedule. I got to be there at 2 in the morning tomorrow. I got to be there at 2 in the morning on the weekend. He's going to milk me these last two weeks. Yep. Forgetting all the times I, I switched things around for yep. him or came in on a day when I wasn't needing to. You know what I mean? Like, forgetting all the fucking everything. George's, all the time I put in, all the things I learned. Yep. George is prime example. He just came back from another surgery. He left for cataract surgery. Well, not cataract surgery, but he left because there was, like, his retina, like, moved out of alignment or whatever and they had to put like a gas bubble behind it so he was out for three weeks right 
Then his hernia went up into his bowels and he was out for another couple weeks, right? He comes back and the first thing I hear is, why the fuck is the box stop, George? Hurry up. Yeah. Dude just came back from a month off, Dude, two different George. like life-threatening surgeries. Even if George was pissing me off, I wouldn't fucking say yeah. an unkind word to George. He's been there for... Bob, I would. Oh, Bob. I mean, I love Bob, Bob to death, crazy. but God damn it, Bob. <laughs> you know, that came out of my mouth so many times. <laughs> God damn it, Bob. Oh, my God. Bob but, uh, Bob's one of the George, I'm leaving. George is nothing but a good dude, and I wouldn't yes. say I wouldn't say an unkind word about or to George. No, and it's like they treat him like shit, and that's what you see. You see, you see Christine, Bob, and George. All three of them have different work levels. All three of them have different like ways of going about things, but they've all put in fifteen plus, mm-hmm. and they still get treated like it's their first day. Yeah, they still get paid like it's their first couple years working there. And that shows you, like, that's what you're supposed to look at when you're in a company like that. You're looking at the person that's been there. How do they treat them? Does he have a parking spot? Does he have good benefits? Does he have big raises? Is he happy to be at his job? Or does he want to go kill himself? Yeah. And it's like, seeing that, it's like, I'm not going to be here long term. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm taking a $2 pay cut to go to Grinders. That's how bad it is in there. No, that's, dude, the main problem with Marianne. <laughs> I feel like we're throwing Marianne's yeah, under the well, bus. Yeah. But, uh. I mean, it's it's just the truth. I mean, it's true, yeah. But I mean, uh, really throwing him under the bus, it's just something. I mean, but the 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 real problem I had with Marianne's, I love the people. Yes, that's I, the only thing that keeps me going. I, I I liked the the team effort, but that all goes down. The whole team thing and and efficient working all goes downhill when you are constantly frustrated. Yes, because none of the issues that are at hand are getting taken care of and you're they're listening to you but they're not doing anything about it and they're even telling you there's nothing i can do about that when when you know for a fact there are things that could be done about that my favorite is when you complain to your managers pretty much about the same thing they've been complaining about the whole time and then they look at you like well just fucking do it you can't complain about that but then they look at turn around and complain to you about it yep it's like yeah and then the same with patrick it's like when i told you i told him all the stuff that was wrong well there's nothing i could do about that that's just something you got to deal with. I mean, I was, I was, fucking, in a, 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 a f- argument with someone that I had never been in an argument with. Yeah. Be- not not because of him and not because of me, because of just how frustrating the work environment was. Because there were so many issues and nobody wanted to change them or fix them. No. The only people that did were the workers, and they can't do that on their own. You know what I mean? Oh no. You're constantly dealing with new people that you're having to train all the time. And nobody you're... trains them properly. I yep. swear to God, Co- Miguel, nothing against Miguel. Miguel's been there on that shift for about a year now in the morning. He doesn't know anything. Literally, Miguel, have you turned this on? Oh, nobody showed me how to do that. Miguel, did you do this? No one showed me how to do that. Really? Yeah. No one shows him. I mean, because he's on morning shift now. Yeah, he's yeah, at the 2 a.m. Oh, you're not blaming Miguel. No, you're I'm not just blaming saying Miguel. I'm Miguel just doesn't know how to do this stuff, he but he definitely should at this he point. He should know how to do it at this point because no one's properly. Every time I go in there, I have to properly train him, and he runs it 10 times better after I sit there and work with him. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I definitely see what you're saying. Like, yeah. everything I did in there, I pretty much had to develop my own method of yes. doing it. Yeah, yeah. There's no other way. Yeah, I mean, nobody I, gave you really a good baseline. The only people person that did was Dave Bruner. Yeah, I he's mean, pretty good at at showing you stuff. Like Dave just did it in detail. Yeah, he would he would take his time. He would 
they would train you for sure. Yes, and that's but how you're you supposed to get trained. But you would have to do it Dave's way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. And if you didn't, Dave, you could do it a different way as long as it's getting done and getting done right. Yeah. But, like, he will just give you shit the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah. In a, in a good way, you know what I mean? Yeah. But And it's like, it's like going to high school. It's like you like all the people there. But you don't like the environment. You don't like the teachers, yeah. and that's why the managers. You don't are. like, like that. Yeah, that like you have to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't like the thing that makes it work or yeah. makes it school. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. The yeah, and it's just they don't want to fix anything. Like oh, dude, it's 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 still the same since you left. Like nothing's changed. Well, <sighs> a few things have changed. They've made it harder now. All, all they all they want to do is upgrade. That's all they're trying to do, but they're doing it. You know, second yeah. hand, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're getting used things and refurbished machines. And like shit. that Japanese machine they got in the back? They're like, oh, yeah, we got a new one on bid. And then someone else was like, I don't think it's new. Uh, yeah, it's some, sure it they're isn't. buying someone else's problem every single time. <laughs> that is a perfect way of putting <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. I guess before we get too far into things, this is the Bunch of Podheads podcast. We have returned, even though we're fucking like... Over 15 minutes in. <laughs> Talking shit. But uh, before we get too too far into it, yeah, welcome. And welcome. welcome back, sir. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Well, to them, it hasn't really been a long time. But to us, it has been. And, and I'm sure you can you can see where Jesse's pretty much been the last few weeks since we've done these things. and uh, All over Instagram and Twitter and shit. Posting yeah. pictures of my cats and... Well, that and I just mean everything we just talked about. Yeah, kind of gave an idea of what you've been doing and, lately. And yeah. You got a new job. And well, we got some things in that 15 yeah. minutes or so. The new Pe- job's going to be nice. It's going to open up a lot of a lot of time. Yeah. Schedule-wise. A lot Dude, of sandwiches. A lot of sandwiches. Dude, I, love, I should get a job at like Subway or something. <laughs> yeah, right. I love Subway. Like a little part-time job. Dude, but, uh, Subway was great. You can make your own concoctions in there. Like I would take the, you can put some pepperoni down, a little bit of cheese, some steak and chicken oh, on yeah. top of that, dude. Yeah, wow. that'd be a sandwich. It'd be like a secret menu sandwich yep. is what I'd be making. Oh, yeah. Go there, open everything. up in the morning, make your little kids meatball sub just to get yourself started. Oh, dude, you make me hungry. <laughs> I haven't ate today yet. Oh, man. Um. Also, before we get too far into it, Oh, yeah, that's for... Uh... Fuck you, motherfucker. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of Nick Handicrat. Yeah, that was for you, buddy. We and anybody sl- else. We should slip that in somewhere in the show. Like, it just like it just pops up randomly. You just got him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. But um, that's not a bad idea. Just get him. Just yeah, get him. Like, it's just like a quick like a glance. Like, like You know how they do it at the movie theaters? If the hot dog pops up at the concession stand, it'll just be the fucking hand that pops up. Yeah, I guess for the audio listeners that aren't seeing any of this, I just did the circle game okay, I guess. I don't know what they really call it, but the circle game gesture thing because this motherfucker Nick Hanica <laughs> gets me like at least three times, like two to three times a day probably. Yeah. Dude, the duck one was obnoxious, but I seen one just as obnoxious. The- I almost tagged you guys in it. It was like walking my dog and he's such an asshole and it was just three legs and then a hand like this. I know. Like, that's why I got him with the co- that coffee cup one the coffee cup today one because good. it was obvious. You saw it before you even pressed the play yeah. button, and I was just like, fuck that. I don't even give a shit at this point. I <laughs> just want to get this motherfucker. But that was for you, buddy. The three-minute one that I got you in a couple months ago was obnoxious to where it was, like, zoomed in from, like, 10,000 things out into the space. I thought it was going to be a middle finger at the end. But then I, I, thought, was like, I thought that shit died in, like, 2001. Yeah. Well, you know what made it popular? Somebody said they created... Well, originally... I, I do not know the story behind okay. it, actually. The story behind it is there was a guy that created in the 80s. 
They used to play it in high school. And Malcolm in the Middle is what made it popular. Because really? that one episode where they're like this and they're punching each other and stuff at the dinner table, everybody's seen that. And so that would probably have been what? Malcolm Middle was what, that 90 makes something? Sense. So 15 years later is when it exploded. Because I actually, I actually put that picture of. Uh... Malcolm, yeah, a scene from Malcolm in the middle of Malcolm doing that at the camera, like yeah. he was just like "fuck you." I got everyone, right? Just got everyone. That was probably the first time it's ever been done on like a mass scale. But it's crazy that it was something that was just because the dude that created it was like he finally came out and was like, "Yeah, I was the one that did it." We used to just play it in high school. It was just some stupid game with me and but, my friends. But aren't you supposed to like punch somebody? Yeah, if you if they do it. So I, I guess if you take the violence away, it's yeah, it's, we take the. It's like it became more of an internet. <laughs> internet memes. It's like, ah, I, I got you. Yeah, right. I'll get you next time. Kind of like the I Lost game and whoever plays that game, I lost. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, like a gift war. Yeah, kinda it's kind of like a gift war. Walter, come on, bud. Um, yeah. 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 You said you uh, had a crazy video you wanted us to watch since we usually at least watch a video. Yeah. The, the video, oh my God, he's got it pulled up here on the internet. I this, do. This video, you go it, ahead and it give blew it an explanation. My mind. Somebody tagged me in it, and I instantly saved it. It was like probably two weeks ago, and I instantly saved it. You could even see by the thumbnail here that it's fucking weird. It says it's. It looks like a Facebook video. I don't know if it's picking it up in the camera a little bit, know. but uh, I'm gonna pop it up anyway. But uh, at the top, it's basically set up like a meme. At the top, it says this is the weirdest video on Facebook. And I guess this is kind of a dub at the. This is our second weirdest video on the internet because we did the weirdest video on YouTube before. Yeah, yeah. I guess this is part two, the sequel. And Mark has not seen this yet. I have seen this, but this is going to be Mark's. All I've seen rig. of it so far is this beginning part I paused on, but it's fucking crazy looking. <laughs> I think this is weirder than the YouTube video, actually. Yeah, yeah I think it is. I think this is gonna this is gonna get your weird meter going. All right. Well, for uh, person out there, I know that'll be excited to fucking see this because it'll probably actually be a really fucked up video. Yeah. Because uh, that person was pretty disappointed when it wasn't. Um, myself included. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's just get right into it. Here we go. It's very similar to the other ones. I don't remember the Spider-Man's given head on the wall before. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, there's a bunch of fat Spider-Man's given head on the wall. Jesus. This is how your potato soup's made, by the way. Ooh. Pig pig man piss? Pig man piss. I don't man like bear it. Pig. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's like Donald Duck defeathered. Like I wanna know I wanna go to school to learn how to do this. <laughs> to make fucked up videos yeah, like this? Yeah. Or just animate. Just to make fucked up videos for Facebook and YouTube. What the that one's got facial hair. They all do. It's like around there. Yeah. They're like elf pig. Yeah, dude. I don't like the Donald Duck guy. You don't like the Donald like Duck Scrooge guy? Like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I feel like this is a thing out of like a horror movie. I feel like this is made by the same guy that made the other ones. It's po It looks very similar to the other one we watched. And it has the same like feel. And style. Like, could you imagine walking through a room and this is what was going on behind the windows? And it has like a like a life and death type feel like the other ones. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. Like, I almost feel like the, in somewhere in the, in the world, in someone's mind, this is what a parallel universe would look like. Yeah, or like a weird, that weird state between, like... The in-between? Death and whatever is yeah. on the other side. Yeah, because right there he killed himself. Oh, is that what that was? I missed so that There's part. a pig laying in a pool of blood. Oh, that's it? It just stops yeah, abruptly? Yeah, it just stops. Well, hell, Miguel. Well, hell. I hope I entertained everybody with that weird ass video. All right, let's get a little, let's get the skinny on here. It's called "This is the weirdest video on Facebook and YouTube." It's a uh, <laughs> the person the uploader is SimCity Build It, which is actually a game I have on my phone. Yeah, that's quite fun, and it has the SimCity EA icon or picture, I guess, logo as its fucking picture you know 73 subscribers videos got 277 views and it was put out on november 10th of 2017 which is fucking nine days ago and that's that's not saying this is the person that made it that's just saying this is the person that uploaded it too and i want to know who yeah yeah yeah. like with it having two comments two likes one dislike yeah and holy shit who was the disliker who was the person that watched the entire video and was like Maybe it was the ah, up, that was the, the creator, and he's like, "Why the fuck are you put my video on?" That's possible too. It's just weird. Labeled as entertainment, no, no description, nothing. Just it's, a, it's just there. It's a mystery. What the fuck? This is uh, not. I love the the recommended videos that they give you on the side. Like this girl's putting like, deodorant on. This kid's got a small face. She's sticking something up this guy's ass. Yeah, like just sticking something up a guy's ass. Oh yeah, right oh there. she's plunging his butt. What the fuck? Wow. Uh, YouTube is very interesting. YouTube has All come right. a long way since two thousand five. Well, that was definitely a fucked up video. The most fucked up again. I do not know. I don't know. I think the most. Something that would be considered the most fucked up or close to is something that would be real and like almost tragic. Okay, so like almost snuff filmish. Like, a, like exactly. Like there's a baby laying there and someone like crushed its face. Yeah, but I don't. That would something re- like, really something you couldn't put on the I internet mean, though. That's a lot to live up to. The title of being the most fucked up. I mean, that could be. This guy's kind of the limit there. True. Because I have seen like the Iraqi videos where the guy gets his face blown off and he like dude I've seen his hair part and back in the days of like Kazaa and LimeWire and shit. Okay, my buddy back in the day Dan used to download some really fucked up stuff. Right. I don't know why. I don't know how he came across. Maybe he just typed in words and he was like, "That sounds fucked up. Let's look at that." Dude, some of the shit he was just like, "Here, look at this," and I just watched for a second, (laughs) and and I'll be like, "Oh, I'll never unsee it, dude." Yeah, it's in. It's etched in my memory. Well, like, I mean, if we want to get deep, we can go to the most fucked up videos on the internet because I've actually found... We can't put that on the fucking... Well, true, but I'm going to have to find it again. But there's a website that shows all the fucked up, those weird videos, you know, like the two girls, one cup that freaked you out in, like, 2013. Actually, dude, I never actually... I know what that is. Yeah. But I never actually watched that video just because I know what it is. There's videos that are worse. There's oh, a video I don't of doubt a guy it. pulling a screwdriver out of his urethra. Out Handle it first. Oh, my God. Handle first. Yes. Dude, that hurts to fucking hear. Yes. Like that. And it was just a, I don't know how I found it. I'm looking up something and it just was like, all right, here goes a link. And it was literally like somebody made a website 
with every weird video that you could that anybody had ever told you about on the internet. Like when someone was like, "Oh, look up two girls, one cup," you had to really search for that. Yeah, this was like a website that had all of that. It was almost like going on the dark net, and it was just there. Wow, you were able to just cl- I was just clicking link after link. It was like going on Rotten.com. But for worse, Rotten.com, Yeah, that's I've seen a lot of fucked up shit on there too. Yeah, that I don't. like the I guy with the propeller and like I think I went to Rotten.com one time. I was so like, did fuck I. this place, never coming <laughs> back here again. It just wasn't. It didn't live up to the hype for me with Rotten.com. Like I have a very desensitized like visual of things. So when I seen the guy lying on the ground and his head got smashed up by a propeller, I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Fuck, that's okay. Well. I had some something I wanted to bring up. Actually, I had two somethings. I don't All know right. if you had anything. Um, Not much. I mean, I wanted to talk a little bit about Stranger, Stranger Things Season 2. We can do that. Uh, I'll go ahead and get this one thing out of the way first, because okay. I think it'll be pretty quick. It's just something. I read an article recently, and it uh, it, it, wasn't it brought something, something up that I always thought from when I was a kid. Okay. But uh, basically, when I, growing up, Long story short, growing up, I uh, I really liked the band Pearl Jam. Okay, yeah. And uh, like I kind of idolized Eddie Vedder, the singer, for a long time. Yeah. And uh, also, probably about like fourth, fifth grade, when I learned about the Kennedy assassination, I saw a picture of Lee, Arvey, Lee Harvey Oswald, the guy who supposedly shot John F. Kennedy. Yeah. On that fateful day. On that fateful um, day. With the babagooska lady. Figured I'd get a little fancy with my words, but, uh, <laughs> which I just ruined by calling it out. But uh, And I, I saw a picture of him, and I'm like, wow, he he kind of looks like a, a young Eddie Vedder a little bit. And then recently I fucking saw, like, you know how recently they've been putting out articles where, like, look at all these historical photos that we yeah. colorized, and they're in color now. And... um I was looking through it, and then there was a this picture of Lee Harvey Oswald that they had colorized, right? Let me find it real quick. This. Okay, yeah. You see that? Okay, I'll zoom in on his face. Let's get a good look at that face. Lee yeah. Harvey Oswald, 1969, maybe? Is I, that when Kennedy was assassinated? I think so. If not, remember. a year or so earlier. 60s. I don't think it was. It was definitely not in the 70s. But that's the guy that was arrested for the murder of the president. Yeah. And then Jack Ruby shot him before he could even get go to trial. Yeah, because I think it was actually this right here, wasn't it? When he was walking through, when he was yeah, escorted, he came Yeah, this was like just him. before. Actually, that might be Jack Ruby right there behind him. Okay. No. I, I can't. I don't know. Yeah. But, um... I just know he was walking through, and then like, it was like a crowd of people, and he shot him right there. Yeah, and he couldn't defend himself because he had his handcuffs yeah. on behind his back and shit. And, but, uh, yeah, and he died. But And I was like, fuck, dude, that's really cool to see that in color. It really makes it seem so – it makes it so much more real. Yeah. And uh, then I was like, fuck, dude, let me see if I could find, like, a picture of Eddie Vedder when he was younger. And then I did. And I almost found, like, the perfect fucking – because he's even making the exact same face as Lee Harvey Oswald okay. in that picture. But I'll go ahead and just – Oh, wow. Like Almost like he just grew his hair out. Like, yeah, like he's a That's... vampire. Yeah. And, he, and he, he didn't die, but he faked his death, and they buried him, and then and came then they back brought to him life. back as the lead singer of Pearl Jam. And like. then he grew his hair. He went into hiding for a, until 19, you know, 80-something when Pearl Jam formed, like 89, 88. Yeah. And then 
put out 10 in 1992 with his hair. You know what I mean? Like, right. Dude, that's insane. Like, you see all those vampire things? Like, Nicolas Cage is a vampire. Yeah. Look, and then you see a picture of a guy back in the day, and it looks very much like yeah, Nicolas dude, that Cage. Yeah, crazy. And the same thing with, like, Keanu Reeves and other motherfuckers like that. But... They'll show, like, someone in, like, the fucking, um, what was it, back in, like, the Western era, and then they'll be exactly his face, and then they'll show Nicolas Cage or whatever, and you're like, because there was, it's not Nicolas Cage, but there was someone just like that, that they were like, this guy's immortal, and it shows pictures over the years of there's him. Quite, there's quite a few of them. Yeah, and they some look of them, very, very similar. Yeah, Some, some of, them, of them, not so much, but a well, lot yeah. of other ones, you're just like, wow. Like, Jay-Z is one of them. Yeah, I seen that where he was like an old school gangster, and dude, dude sitting there with dude a cigar. Looks just fucking like Jay-Z. Yep. I don't think he was gangster, he was just like a dude, he just was See, I thought he was, like... I thought he, well, he was dressed in that air clothes. Yeah, like it's early like, 1900s or late 1800s. Movie, movies have made everybody wearing those kind of clothes think of a gangster when you see kinda, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get what you're saying. Or, yeah. But yeah, yeah, and like there's there's quite a few of them. But yeah, maybe it was Jay Z that that I was thinking of when I said that because I I know exactly what picture you're talking. He's like sitting on a car, it, or I or I picture him like sitting on like a stoop or like a set of stairs or something outside, and he's got like one leg up and yeah, he's I wearing can't like remember a exactly hat. What the picture. He's got like the fedora. He doesn't have. Yeah, the it's j- not a fedora. To me. I I'm picturing like I a thought fucking... he had the fedora on, like the 1950s. Let me see if I can look it up. Fedora, actually. and maybe he doesn't have a hat at all. It's like one of those kind of like those newsy hats, but it's real. Big, bigger and puffy and he's got on the sus- side. Does he have the suspenders on? I think so. Because he doesn't I'm have a, a jacket. He doesn't have the suit jacket on. He just has like the suit jacket pants. And then I thought he had like a like. Well, it's black and white, so he has a white t-shirt. I could have been a fucking purple t-shirt at that time. I don't know what to type in for it. I just typed in Jay Z time travel. Yeah, this is it. He's like on a city street. You're thinking of a fedora and shit because the guy standing next to him and whatnot's wearing a fedora. Yes, dude, that looks exactly like Jay Z. It looks like Jay Z. I almost think that like Jay Z is was on like a movie set or something, or like maybe this was a picture for a music video or something. And yeah. People are just trying to pass it off, but dude, that looks just fucking like Jay Z. There's no, there's like, there's nothing that doesn't look like Jay Z in that picture. I know. Besides that, he looks a little bit skinnier. Even his like the way he's like. Yeah, his mannerisms. Holding himself, you know what I mean? Like, just sitting there. like just dude, like, that, that, that blow. And could you get that picture in color? Yeah. Like, like, do, like, have some, like they need to put that picture in color. And... That's insane, though, dude. Actually, here's a, here's a side-by-side thing of Jay-Z and the dude in this picture. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like that could be his, like, that century's grandpa to him. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe it is Jay-Z's, like, ancestor of some sort you know what i mean the same like i almost want to say it's just the shadows on his face because you know like sometimes you take a picture of someone they look like someone else and then you see him and it doesn't look that way it's a bit far away it's like unless jay-z really is a time traveler that just has to be picture the picture magic like that's blowing my mind that's fucking insane dude that's kind of like the the what is it the 60s hipster that had like the '80s clothes on at the JFK assassination. Now that we're talking about the JFK it was, assassination, it was the assassination. It was like it was something, but like there was even a weird dude looking. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Yeah, doing? but no, I know which one you're talking about. They were just saying that clothes like that were available at that era. It's yeah, just, I mean, it was just like a like fucking. That. He was wearing like a t-shirt and like a cardigan sweater and yeah. stuff. He just looked like a hipster today. I'm waiting for the guy that had the 21 Pilots shirt on and like a picture from 1965 yeah. or something like to to confirm it. Like that's what needs to happen. These because I've watched a couple videos where this guy's look. I'm I'm a time traveler. I'm not like, allowed to talk about certain things. Blah blah blah. Or like a weird fucking like like clown or something or some kind of like. 
freak in a freak show that has like a juggalo tattoo on the back of their leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they zoom in on it. And it's like, it's like, he's like, like on a ship. Time traveling juggalo. And then it becomes like a comic book and then a TV show and then time traveling juggalo. Dude, that's actually really good. Trademark. Trademark time traveling juggalo. But yeah. Apparently I just, all you have to do to trademark things is send it to yourself in the mail. I always thought that was a rumor. But like to like, if you just I, have to have proof of it being like. Well, not like a trademark, but like um, well, like if I wrote an outline to a movie and I mailed it to myself and never opened it, I automatically own that. To where if somebody made that movie and stole my idea, I can sue them because of that unopened document that I just mailed to myself. And I always thought that was false, but apparently that's true. Like you can literally just mail yourself because I've heard that a lot. Like I've heard like people have told me that probably about a hundred times. Yeah. And then recently I finally, you know what I'm fucking look it up. And it's true as long because it's a federal document, as long as you don't open it, if you have the outline of the original story and say I told you my story and you were like, All right, and you're like in your mind you're writing it down and you make that exact story, pull out my outline in court, they're like Shit. federal document. I'm gonna have to look more into that. Yeah, it's crazy because I, I thought because I was like because I've tried to like copyright or trademark things before and it just seemed like such a pain in the ass. Yeah, because you got to pay what a hundred bucks or something to get yeah, like, and a you got to like fill out and, forms yep. and shit of stuff I don't even know. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. maybe that's like I'm. I, I don't. Know. I always chalked up like if if I ever created something and put it out there and somebody stole it or like i would have like at least dates to document to like look motherfucker i yeah, had right. my hands i created this years ago yeah you know what i mean exactly because everything i think about is in my head i don't i write it down but i don't but i don't know i mean never, i'm not a fucking never lawyer been done like it's never fi- i've never finished anything that i thought of oh yeah like my well sto- i just mean like any kind of anything like the mad archer logo or yeah the name bunch of podheads stuff like or, that is you, you know just, I mean? apparently you just have to mail it to yourself and never open it because of that stamped and the fact that it left your house and came That's back. That's crazy. That seems like way too crazy of a Made it a federal document. Or maybe it at least gives you a starting point to be like, that works. That's yeah. technically, that'll, that'll I think I think that's the gray up. area. But that, that doesn't, you would think they would shut that down. Because they're losing money that way. Like some big, Adam Sandler, Happy Madison Productions. Well, all may- he had to do was mail that to himself and no one else is ever able to say that or make maybe, that. Maybe it's because of like the, the notarizations of like the stamps and everything. Like saying like this is in the system. This is in the federal system now. So like there's your hard proof because you can't say the fits. You can't. It's hard to argue that the system's flawed. Yeah. When it's the system. That's determining that whether or not you win or you lose. Our in this original ideas, like happy, you can't trademark happy by mailing it to yourself because it's already a word. Well, yeah, but that's, if you came that's up in with the, something like, that's domain. never been put in public domain. Maybe that's where the loophole is. Ah. You know, maybe that's why you're able to. Maybe you're only able to do it on certain things. I don't know. Too. Any lawyers watching? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Or maybe we should just not be jackass. Call eight 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 seven 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 four four four. No, don't call that number. I don't know which, what'll come up. Somebody's gonna get pissed at this. Yeah, number. right. Now they're gonna steal our shit because they watch this and they're like, "Let's kill these like, What the fuck? We just mailed out Matt Archer and now we own it, bitch. He he hail. Somebody just comes in here. They just start ripping shit out. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" They're like, the "We're shutting fuck? you down. We own this." Like, this is my fucking house, dude. What are you talking about? You own this. You own this. Own this. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the moment you've been waiting for weeks. And I weeks. I hope longer than that. Um and I hope it's all you've been wanting and waiting for. I even put it in plastic and I have the real document here as proof. Maybe I should mail it to myself in the mail. 
Maybe that's what somebody did. They mailed it to themselves in the mail and buried it in the wall. But uh, at the time, I didn't. I said there wasn't a date on it, but I found a date on it. Okay. It was like right in the fuck. Maybe it's a Mandela effect, and it wasn't there to begin with, and now it is. But go it's right to, on the front fucking page. You should go back to your pictures that you uploaded about it. Let's see if it is a Mandela effect. Oh my god! I dun, should. Dun, dun. That's not a bad idea, dude. Walter. Walter. I'm concerned about it too, but you don't gotta flip out. Now, for anybody that doesn't know. This piece of thing for the video the viewers, but for the audio listeners, this is a what? Let's see, one, two, three, four-page little book or pamphlet, as I like to call it. That front and back just has some information, I guess. But it says copyright 1923 by TPS British Rights Protected, right? And on the back page at the bottom, it says this educational course in sex knowledge is approved by the National Association for Disease Prevention. Now, that since it says British rights protected, I don't know if this is for America or if it's for like maybe England or Britain. But even so, the stuff that's in there, wherever that's for, it's still is insane. The content of this little booklet or pamphlet is quite Interesting, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. But let's start. In a little box on the front at the top, almost like it's the title, or it says, This part of sex problem contains the young lady's problem to keep pure, white slavers and he vampires, in quotations, he vampires, the cash value of white slaves, the truth about prostitutes, and, in quotations, easy girls and then uh and it just goes right into the information I wonder how the easy girls would be different than the prostitutes like is it does well because prostitutes do it for prostitutes yeah prostitutes you pay for it okay. and easy girls just means that you get it for free you just and get it for free and they, they kind of just give it to you you know what i mean that's what i would think so it's like you're walking down the street you're an like, easy girl is a girl that wants it you know what i mean you're like hmm you're looking and you're like... Well, maybe not wants it, but like a like, girl that... I got 20 bucks in my pocket. I really want I really want some liquor tonight, so I'm going to go get that easy girl. Or you're like, I really don't want to get um, hepatitis tonight. Like, <laughs> so I'm going to pay the 20 bucks for this hooker. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you're paying for it, like, you kind of have a... It's a service then, you know what I yeah. mean? So, like, they're there for you. An easy girl is kind of a she's getting just as much out of it as you are probably you yeah know what I mean? and an easy girl to me i guess is just a girl that's kind of a slut yeah and just a slut she's it's easy there's pretty good chance you're, you're gonna be able to have sex with her if you really wanted to 2017 maslin girls but uh I, I don't know anything about that i just heard i just heard that's how maslin works uh, i've never <laughs> i don't know anything about it neither do i but on the first page here under all the titles and everything it says the honor and virtue of a young girl is so precious, it behooves her to be on her guard constantly. This we hear this we hear said and read in the newspapers and periodicals every now and then. Yet no one is told no one has told in plain words what to guard against. Herewith is given the most common methods used by cadets in quotations 
or professional procurers who make a business of getting recruits for houses of prostitution. Goes on to say, white slavers have always made public dance halls their favorite hunting grounds. Here they can meet young girls who are fond of good clothes and good times. Interesting. So it's more like a pimp. Kind of, yeah, I guess. But it sounds like like a. Like right. I think they're recruiting. Slaver, they're they're like they're looking because I mean slaves are pretty much doing this against their will. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's not really like like a pimp. It's more like a like someone who who abducts people or yeah, takes people. Like a, then, like, uh, the, like the like the sex trade that's going on now, but this is their manual. Like you basically found the manual from the original sex trade back in 1929. Well, I think this is more. This isn't really a manual. This is to inform you of this danger in the okay. world. You so know it's what like I mean? They would have passed out to door to door to be to, like, "Look, be this like, is a problem we've been having. You may not know about it. Here's a little bit of information yeah. on it." Um, Twenty minutes talk about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Page two goes on to say, at public dances, they make it a rule to select innocent young girls as their victims. They gain a girl's competence by apparently genuine courtships, by apparently genuine courtships and proposals of marriage. Sooner or later, some slumming party, sooner or later, some slumming party or auto ride is suggested, at the finish of which the girl may find herself a prisoner in a body house. Deprived of her street clothing and guarded so closely, communications with friends is impossible until the girl's spirit is broken, after which she will not care to make her condition known to anyone at home. Wow. Many methods are used by white slavers to make the victim tractable after they get them in their clutches. This is really hard to read. The words they're using. Yeah. It's, it's very different. Personal violence is used... If persuasion is ineffective, drugs or liquor is frequently employed. A high-spirited girl who makes a good fight is often rendered unconscious and later awakens in a position which will so thoroughly disgust her with herself, she will not care what happens afterwards. What the fuck, right, dude? dude? That's crazy. That shit is so fucked up. She woke up with a fucking sponge in her hand inside of a kitchen like... <laughs> well, what up? How do they know this? Yeah. So, so are, are these these women are are escaping, and they must be telling somebody this. They would have to. This would be like the or this is like a bunch of like propaganda to scare people for some that reason. Could be like you know that what I mean? Too. Yeah. It's either propaganda. Which I mean, or not it's... that I doubt that this shit happens. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like this seems like they're really wanting you to see how terrible this is. And maybe that's the case. I mean, isn't that what like journalism shit is for? Yeah. Like, like white this people cover early, wars yeah, and this whatnot. Might be early journalism, but this like, is like crazy stuff. Like, like this is kind of like when they have that video of like marijuana is bad for you. They got yeah, kind of like weird propaganda. Yeah, like a weird propaganda. No, thing. But it's all about like really f things that are would be fucked up anyway. You don't have to like make it seem even worse. I don't know. Maybe nineteen. Maybe I sound like an asshole. Wasn't that bad. 1923 or 1923 it wasn't that bad like people would like oh drugs alcohol well money. yeah 1923 there wasn't like people couldn't just without like, like going and seeking out this information they didn't just know these but things but also either. 1923 wasn't there like wasn't I, don't, I didn't think this shit was going on there was like prohibition and yeah like well this this stuff goes on today yeah I you know, know what i mean today, just back then like, it was like just, way easier 
It just seemed like such a like the way this is like the it, best they had. It's you like know? this is like changing American like this well, it's not American history, but this is like changing history because like they always portrayed everything as being so like uptight and like everybody had, was like a, the, the moms. They mom, were all kind of prudes and, like, and stuff. Yeah, they were really. But prude then I mean, and, it was also the Roaring Twenties too, where like true people were. It was like the start of kind of like the start of the hippie type movement. Like people were yeah. very open minded. They were having lots of sex, changing things, like and that's writing the, all kinds of books, doing all kinds of drugs and stuff. Like this could have been written by like some very like this could have been written by one of those people we were talking about, like one of those uptight like just getting the. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can just keep talking. I'll just adjust yeah. it. The um. I don't even know where I was going with that, but like just the uptight, just this is like like the 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 media person, like they went in there and they seen like the Alex Jones of the 1920s, like they, yeah, they're just trying to get you to believe what they believe. I mean, not saying this is not going on, but this is a lot of shit written down in here. Well, this, this just seems very a very passionately the, written, yeah, the extremist worded. of the extreme. Maybe this was written by a survivor. Maybe this is somebody that well, went through it herself or that, him that, himself. That was the end of that section, though, and it goes on to talk. It says there's a title on the next section that says "Fake Theatrical Agencies," which immediately makes me think like casting couch stuff, yeah. the stuff you see in like porn, yeah, and the stuff you hear about like uh, Harvey Weinstein of, okay. of late. You know yeah. what I mean? Even though he was actually giving them like parts in movies and stuff, it wasn't exactly fake. He was just using it to his advantage, which I'm not saying it's a good. Yeah, like right. I'm not supporting the guy or anything i'm just saying that's he was actually doing something this time anyway fake theatrical <laughs> girls must be careful in answering newspaper advertisements for chorus girls or positions in shows etc this is another popular white slave trap one that stage struck girls fall for and what wow. see they keep putting quotations around strange things like they are falling for it like are, are you insinuating that they're not they are that they know exactly it. what they're doing and it's their fault. Like now, I'm starting to get a maybe whole different quotations vibe. meant something different then. Maybe they weren't as like you saying see that it like it says fucking that star straight girls that star uh, uh, that stage struck girls fall for. You see that right there, like where my finger is. Yeah. So they're they're basically so they're saying that they're not falling for it. That they're just that's what they want. I don't, I don't know. It goes on to that's say... That's what it seems like. Yeah. That's just a weird thing to put in quotations. Hundreds of girls are ruined by this sub, subterfuge. Girls who really aspire to a theatrical career are advised. Don't. That's where it ends. It's like, just don't. Yeah. It just says, girls who really aspire to theatrical careers are advised. Don't. <laughs> the way I'm getting it. Um... Of all the heartbreaking professions in the world, this is the worst. Even those who arrive soon learn that the profession is so overcrowded, there is barely a living in it. Maybe, maybe they're using quotations for these words because these are the, the like, code words for these things, or like maybe not code words, but like the words that are used most commonly when referring okay. to, like they refer to it as the girls arriving, yeah, or when it. Like the people doing it, it was like you got to make them fall for it. You know? Yeah. I mean? Okay, I think I'm starting to get this. I sound like a dummy right now. <laughs> um, even those who arrive soon learn this is the worst. 
oh no, sorry. Even those who arrive soon learn that the profession is so overcrowded there is barely a living in it. Ignore all theatrical agency advertisements. The legitimate managers of worth, while the theatrical productions seldom are never advertised or never advertised for help. Their offices are thronged daily with poor, out-of-work, experienced girls seeking employment. That's it. I don't. I don't like the person who wrote this. It's very hard to. It's. It's a hard read. Yeah. Um. Or maybe I'm just a terrible reader. On page three, it goes on to say, "It is a safe statement that nearly all chorus girls wanted ads are frauds and are simply white slavers' bait," which makes me think of all because I've heard that all these these signs you see randomly on the corner of the yeah, street like or now hiring or now hiring this but they never give you any other information yep. they just say now hiring and then a phone number and that's pretty much we it we actually have one of those in Louisville and I think on 62 there's a sign that just says now hiring no other information it just has that just and that number. and a phone number and yep. they and they pretty much tell you somewhere to go or maybe they like triangulate your number or something and they and then they just snatch it's you actually up. human trafficking yeah. but uh so they're just getting smarter and smarter about that shit these days, I guess. I guess they knew about this back in 1923, and it's only gotten worse. Which is crazy, because you would think, like, if they know, like, if the police and FBI and all these, like, and all these cameras and shit that we supposedly, and we're supposedly being watched, like, to the T, like, you go take a leak and the government's watching. Yeah, like CCTV How the fuck did the person get kidnapped? And they've been in the sex trade this whole time, and yeah. they had no idea. Or how did that person get shot and killed? Like, and what no are all these cameras really doing? Because really went doing. in the alley that didn't have the camera? Yeah. Like, how do you know? Like, like you would at least know that you saw them go in that alley. Yeah, you, know you would I mean? at least know and that that was see... the last alley they were seen in. Yeah, and you could see other people that went in that alley. And so shit. it's either it's deeper and it's a government cover up, or the government's not as in tuned as everybody thinks. Yeah, could be absolutely right, sir. Either or. Yeah, I guess there really is no other option, is there? The next one uh, goes on to say, and I think this is the title of the next section, but it's a very long title. Damn. It says. Girls traveling alone should never get chummy with strangers, men, or women they meet on trains or in a railway rating room. <laughs> Man, this is 1923. Yeah, it is. And then uh, goes on to say, there is a dangerous type of white slaver, usually a benevolent-appearing lady of middle age who makes it a practice to cultivate young girls on trains. They have all the manners of real so society ladies. Some even carry a maid with them. They're always deeply interested in your welfare and invite you to come with them to their beautiful home when you arrive at your destination. Man, that's weird. If you let if you let slip the conversation that you intend to seek a position in the city, she may offer a position as lady's companion or secretary, or they will use you or they will use any plausible excuse to get you to come with them. Decline all these invitations. There is usually a motive and quick motive and quickly made effusive friendships if you are going into a strange city the tr if you are going into a strange city the traveler's aid will assist you refuse all other offers that was really fucking confusing was that it was. not and that's the end of that one it goes on to the next fucking section on page 4 and it says auto he vamps and taxi driver white slavers here we go down this fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> he vamps and taxi drives. This slavers. is the longest section yet. <clears throat> Let me get prepared for this one. 
Always refuse rides with auto heavamps who pull up to the curb and seemingly invite you to get in. Such rides usually cost a whole lot more than they are worth. Thousands of nice girls have lost honor and self-respect as a result of a joy ride with a stranger. Stop and consider this statement for a moment. If the free auto ride giver was any good, he would not need to seek his ride companions on the streets. If you accept his ride, ten to one he will have a bad breakdown in some lonely spot that suits his purpose, or he will demand a payment not in money, the alternative of which will be a long walk home. Auto he-vamps who pick up girls on the street usually have a favorite roadhouse where you where your screams for assistance would avail you no, would avail <laughs> would avail you nothing if you were attacked investigations have proved that many taxi drivers are white slavers <laughs> what the fuck so is this like they were the yellow cab was just trying to get off like it was just trying to get its service started i guess I don't, like like this is like a uber like this is the original uber and it just didn't take off i don't know this is like i do this is strange it's like some of it's like wow that's fucked up i probably believe yeah. that but now they're just saying investigations have proved <laughs> that many taxi drivers are white slaves like really <laughs> what have they like, in 1923 that, maybe how would that service continue to go like you would think that was there no police force like was there nothing all right we're gonna go in here we're gonna investigate the taxi service now like was there none of that they just let it happen like i i don't know dude. maybe maybe where it was they said this was in england possibly so maybe. maybe it was different over there they just didn't they were just getting started like well i mean how many there it was 1923, right? Yeah. Cars were just coming around. So how many taxi drivers are there? You know? They're, exactly. Like, I guess I guess there were... I guess we're not historians, you know? I guess we're not. But, uh... It goes just, on to just say... just blows my mind how, like, every taxi driver would be a white slaver. Like, here goes a 1 in 50 chance that you're going to get your ride home and not have to blow this guy. Yeah. By, by the end of it. Or them kidnap you. Yeah, or, or kidnap like. you and put you in the... Well, not even a sex trade, just fucking abuse you or... <laughs> I don't even know. Oh. Um, but, yeah. Investigations have proved that many taxi drivers are white slavers, who thus cloak their operations as procurers for House of Ill Fame. When you have, a, when you have occasion to use a taxi cab, always make sure it is the vehicle of a reliable concern. A policeman or traveler's aid officer will direct you. Other traps to look out for are street mashers, advertisements for ladies' companions, for demonstrators, for secretaries or stenographers to travel with employer, matrimonial ads, etc. Of course, there are many bona fide ads, but it is wise to be wary in replying to any of them. A little caution saves a whole lot of regrets. Now, see, that's kind of goes along the way of like what we were talking about—the signs on the side of the yeah, road, with and the stuff, now hiring and stuff, and like Craigslist and stuff, and even I'm people probably even done it through like the newspaper and I'm shit. Gu I'm guessing this is early internet, like this is before the internet. Yeah, this is like this is how internet you just made just, it easier. Yeah, it just made it easier. Like, hey, come over here. I got something to show you in the back alley, and everything's got its pros and cons. You yeah, know what I mean, shit, good and bad. It's just about which way it goes. Showing up to buy baby clothes, you're getting yours cut out of your stomach. Well, really, really, the the issue isn't with the internet or advertising and stuff. It's with people. It is just fuck. Some people are fucked up. Some they people are. aren't. 
But uh, on page five, it continues with this uh, whole idea. (laughs) (laughs) In these modern enlightened days, a young girl who wishes to retain her purity will find it a constant battle. Her path is beset with traps to make her a thing unclean. The best rule is to have nothing to do with with strangers. Be sure of those you accept as friends. Stay away from questionable resorts and you will have little trouble to keep that which is dearer to a woman than life itself. Her virtue. Keep your virtue, Jesse. I did. I do. It's important. I'm a born for again a girl. <laughs> born like five times. Just now, actually. I was just born again. Wow. Yeah. It's that, it's that easy. It's that easy to become born again virgin. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You gotta take no classes or nothing. So how did you do it then? I just said I'm a born again virgin. And bam, it was done. I actually mailed it to myself. Power I, of positivity, I, I right? The, I, I opened the last letter, but now I opened, I closed it again. Have you read The Secret? <laughs> <laughs> was it Fifty uh, Shades of Grey? No, that, that <laughs> fucking book that everybody's reading for a long time. Pretty much like if you believe it hard enough, you can make it happen. Oh, yeah. But uh, it goes on. Uh, I think this is actually. I think Jim Carrey wrote that. Oh, wow. There's, we actually got two more pages to go. Uh, next section is called The Cash Value of a Young White Slave. Landladies or keepers of houses of ill fame are usually willing to pay from 100 to $500 for a young, good-looking girl. Sometimes much, much more. I added a second much. I don't know why I did that. The market they only prices... They pay much more, not much, much more. Yeah. <laughs> the market prices fluctuate. So that much is valid yeah. now. <laughs> In Chicago, New York, San, Fris- San Francisco, Chinese will pay as high as $2,000 cash on delivery for young girls. Wow. In 1923, that was a lot of money. That's still a lot of money. That is still me. a lot of money. But uh, I guess to buy a human being, so I it's guess probably what, way more expensive How now. much What did you say it was? Two thousand dollars cash. Two thousand dollars cash in nineteen twenty three. Inflation by now it's probably like fifty thousand. That's what I'm saying. Fifty thousand per person. Maybe so more. They're making trillions of dollars in the sex trade then to be able to pay that much money. Yeah, maybe we're in the wrong business. I'm just so. kidding. <laughs> that was just a joke. Uh, Never. Call one eight seven seven three three. We got a job. We're hiring now. Says uh, procuring white slaves is an established well-organized business with hundreds of activity agents in all parts of the country white slavers are never allowed to spend the money they earn all keepers are of disorderly houses keep the proceeds of the business of each girl or turn it over to the pimp oh you were right they put pimp in quotations or mac the mac daddy wow wow that's so it that's so what it is too yeah Wow, this is like the origins of the pimp. The keeper received the girl from. Yeah. They return it to the pimp or the Mac the keeper received the girl from. That's what I was doing. Then white slavers become diseased and of no further use. Oh, oh, when white slavers, when white slaves, sorry, become diseased and of no further use, they are kicked into the street to shift for themselves, usually to die from the effects of drugs or from the diseases they have contracted or by suicide. Beware of white slavers, girls. They are, very, they are everywhere. 
This is almost making Jack the Ripper sound like a good guy. Like he was doing these girls a patronage by just killing, by killing them, them, by killing them, helping them out. I guess Shit. he could just not do any of that. I guess. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, he's like the early early time Batman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Page six. This is second to last page, and page seven is only half a page, but uh, is entitled "The Truth About Prostitutes or Easy Girls." Girls or women who give or sell the use of their bodies for money are almost without exception persons who are defectives mentally. In other words, lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, I don't really... How do you really feel? Not to me, that's... <laughs> I mean, a lot of them, I would think... This seems like yeah, some shit right here, but a lot of them, I would think, are just smart. Yeah. Like... They know they can get money. They need money. Like, that's an easy way to get it, and people yep. are willing to pay for it. Not all dudes are creeps, but no. not all dudes can get laid either. And they're totally, like, appreciative of that service. Yeah. Like, that's why it's legal some places now. And if you do it right, it can be. Because, I mean, they got the, the bunny ranch is basically business. legal prostitution. And that's outside yeah. of, right outside of Vegas. Like Reno and shit. Yeah. Like Reno, it's legal in Vegas. Is it, it legal in Vegas? Prostitution, I think it is. Okay, because I, I knew, like, the Bunny Ranch itself, I think, was outside of Vegas. I don't know. It's, but maybe it's prostitution legal recently a... became legal in Vegas. I thought it was, like, not, that's like, as long as they on the stay strip, within certain it's regulations. Like in Las Vegas, it's just not, uh, like, you can't go prostitute on the strip. Yeah, like, like Nevada. down the street, you can. In yeah, Nevada, not Nevada. Certain parts of Nevada. No, in certain parts of Nevada is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, in certain parts of Nevada, just not I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. I've never been to one so i don't really know i just know what i've been told um where was i are defectives mentally in other words lunatics yeah that's right yeah yeah that seems like some propaganda right there are very biased no well-balanced woman or girl will give herself up to a life of shame and dis or disgrace that's there's some more for you Coarseness and vulgarity is naturally repugnant to all womankind, more so than to men. Every intelligent person knows that sooner or later, illicit intercourse means a diseased body. <laughs> this was in 1923. Yeah. No one... <laughs> just remember that, okay? <laughs> and it's none like of these are our own opinions. Stamped over your head as you're talking. Yeah. No one in their right mind could possibly become a professional prostitute. Even the man who patronizes the fallen sisterhood does so under cover of darkness. So low down are they. Even the men who make their calling possible refuse to be recognized or greeted by a prostitute. Refuse to be recognized or greeted by a prostitute should he come face to face with her on the street in broad daylight. I guess that's kind of like if you ever see a, a stripper you know through the strip club yeah. the day it's just kind of a weird awkward right like, oh i this i shouldn't be talking that's how you feel or something anyway you see it in like movies shit. yeah you just don't talk to him like you're your best friend yeah it's just a strange like, way you know you doing? she's like <laughs> especially if it's a prostitute how are you doing the deluded boy or man who goes to see a prostitute occasionally should hear or should bear in mind that all of them are diseased most of the time, and that when they become diseased, which is soon after they start a life of prostitution, they feel revengeful towards all of mankind. 
and feel that they are only getting a sort of revenge when they pass their gonorrhea or syphilis <laughs> onto others. Uh. <laughs> it's terrible that we're laughing, but yeah. like this is so fucking crazy. It's like there's this guy sitting here, and then they just throw sentences out. They, yeah, <laughs> like they just, and then they throw sentences out there like that. You know what I mean? Like he's just getting angry as he's typing this, like. Revenge when they pass their gonorrhea or syphilis <laughs> onto others. I feel like no prostitute will admit to the truth. <laughs> I feel like this is a victim of one of these prostitutes with like gonorrhea or syphilis. It's like this bitch gave me fucking gonorrhea <laughs> and syphilis. Like I tried to talk to her outside of the uh, outside of the prostitution, and she just blew me off. Like I was a nobody. <laughs> no, nope. I thought we had a connection. <laughs> Did you write this? <laughs> no prostitute. Have will admit the truth of this statement to a customer, but it is a fact none, nevertheless. The writer knew one prostitute the writer knew one prostitute who had taken a vow to disease a thousand men as her revenge for her being diseased. Okay, this is a very interesting little tidbit of information yeah. right here. It says, the writer knew one prostitute who had taken a vow to disease a thousand men as her revenge for her being diseased. Are you making fun of Oh, no, no. I was taking the... Like, no. <laughs> I thought you were like... I thought you were married, like No. Okay. Now, this is... Let, let's read the rest of this first. The false pretense of passion a prostitute gives to keep your trade is just what she gave some other fellow just a few moments before and will give it to some other fool as soon as they leave her. Most women who sell their bodies have some lech lecherous lecherous hound. What is that? What is that fucking word? L e c h e r o u s. I've never seen that word before. Lecherous lecherous hound lecherous hound lecherous hound sounds something like that. Like as a lover. We need to get. We need like a like a Google sound out thing for that. Yeah, this is where this needs to be like a digital. Yeah. Thing. Most women who sell their bodies have some lecherous hound as a lover. Okay, it's probably saying like some like animalist maybe, and that's just a weird way of spelling it. It's just an old word nobody uses anymore. Maybe yeah. it's an English word. I'm forgetting this as it says. Yeah. This is probably English. Yeah, it might be an English word. Uh, as a lover, and to him she gives your money. Also. Her real love and diseased passion. No prostitute will refuse to accommodate anybody regardless of color. If they will if they will pay her price. In fact, houses of ill fame usually have a back door for Negroes and Chinese patrons of the house. Nineteen twenty three for sure. There are no exceptions to this rule. Money is never turned away, and nothing is barred by prostitutes. No matter how earnestly a prostitute assures you that she is free from disease, pay no attention to her. Nearly all of them are drug fiends and drunkards, hence professional liars. <laughs> the man who imagines himself so constituted that he thinks he must have a woman's companionship that man should find a fine, healthy girl and marry her. That is the only safe way. This educational course in sex knowledge is approved by the <laughs> National Association for Disease Prevention. So they are trying to scare the shit out of you. Yes. 
So to prevent this is, disease. What this makes me think of is like a lot. It's obviously less extreme, but the cigarettes in Canada, when they put like disease on there and like, like the surgeon general warning, stuff like that. Like that we just right have wording, but there they have actual pictures of what it can do to you. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's really Black fucked up. I wouldn't like that. Limp dick and all kinds of weird shit on your cigarettes. Limp dick. Yeah. Oh, Someone man. else smoking your cigarette. Oh, what a limp dick he is. Yeah, right. But okay, this we're gonna go back to this bit. That's the end. That is all of it. Um but we're gonna go back to this little bit of information at the bottom of page six. It says the writer knew one prostitute who had taken a vow to disease a thousand men as her revenge for being diseased. Now the wording of that is very interesting because he says the writer knew. Yeah. So he's either speaking either in third person. Yes, or or this had been edited and added in by somebody else later. Yeah. Like this is something like somebody read an article and then wrote this pamphlet out of it. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or maybe he 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 wrote this. Or maybe he was information just is kind of like a a commentary on a bigger piece of writing that he yeah. read by someone else. Or uh, or yeah. I think it's more likely that he's just referring to him in the third person. I was going to say that he was referring to himself in the third person because like, with some of the just, other wording in this and how it's not like it's almost like broken English. Like that to me would be like instead of being like, and I knew someone, he put the writer knew someone. Yeah, he, he's he's putting that in there for context so that you yeah. knew that like the the person who is writing what you're reading right now knew one prostitute who had taken a vow to disease a thousand yep. men as her revenge for being deceased, which is fucked up. Yeah. You shouldn't do that shit. Right. Um, that kind of reminds me of, like, those stories you hear about people, like, that have AIDS, and they purposely pass them on to other people and shit, and, like, different things. Like, they fucking poke themselves, and they'll go to the club and, like, poke other people and <laughs> try to pass their fucking poking AIDS onto people. And, and then you got... AIDS. And then that guy, he's just not trying to give people AIDS. He's just going around poking people. He's just poking people, literally. With his, with his dick. With his dick! With his dick! But yeah, that was the pamphlet, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. It's really fucked up. I'm sorry for any poor reading. It was quite hard yeah. to read. Being that it, the era it was from, I mean, things, English, even British English has been updated since then. But yeah. it, honestly, it was written like... It would probably be hard for a, a, a Brit to read. You know? For it being in 1923, I feel like it was written pretty, like, it, it was almost like an ignorant person wrote it these days. Yeah. Like yeah. and that was probably proper back then, but that was like an ignorant person wrote it these days. It's like to me, it read like like someone who was typing something really quick on their phone. Yeah, like like a, te like uh, a long text message, drawn out text message. But it, but it was <laughs> maybe it's just the way I read it because like I had to stop and like wait a minute, what? Yeah, because uh, it's almost like they they spelled stuff wrong. Yeah, or like you know what I mean. That's how you would read it if things were like. There were typos and shit, yeah. but this, it, there was no typos. It was well edited, but uh, that's that's how it, it felt to read it. Like you were just reading something that someone ignorantly wrote on the <laughs> internet and didn't spell check or it's like a Reddit post proofread. You yeah. know what I mean? You're just like, fuck, this is. I don't even want to read any more of this. Yeah, you get through like 30, I can't even trust this person. You get you know? through half of it, and you're like, what the fuck? No, I can't do this. But man, that's fucked up. That's that some is. fucked up shit. Nineteen twenty-three, probably British, could be American, I guess. Yeah, 
gives a whole different idea for uh, what a he-vamp is. Yeah, right. <laughs> a he-vamp and a white slaver. Because when I first saw it, because, okay, I guess the story behind where I found this is I'm, uh, me and my brother flip houses, and in this house we're flipping right now, we're, when we were tearing out walls and ceilings yeah. and stuff, all we found all kinds of shit just falling out of the walls and ceilings, and but then we'd clean up and then we'd find them, you know what I mean? This was one of those things, that's why it's all dirty and shit, and it had, like, yeah. water stain on it, and, like. But when I saw it, I was just like, wow. So was it used as, like, installation, or was it just, like, stuffed in the wall? It could have been in, like, the attic or something, and it fell into the wall at some point. Because okay. attics are usually pretty open. Yeah. And, uh, because there was all, we found, like, pictures and, like, receipts. Like, even a part of the, the wood in the attic, like, the, the boards, the floorboards. Yeah. If you look at it after you rip the, the ceiling out of the upstairs room, if you look at it, you can see where this board used to be part of a Woolworths sign. Okay. Because you can see the word Woolworths on it. Interesting. And Woolworths, I guess, was like a department store or like yeah. a, something like that back in the day. So they just recycled the wood and made it get yeah. to the attic. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like wow. We found uh, like old cigarette, like Pall Mall cigarette like boxes, not even like packs. They're just like you open them up and there was just like stacks of cigarettes in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... um all kinds of like I said, old pictures. Like we, Jared says the place is haunted, okay. and he calls the ghost Dorothy because he found like re- old receipts and paperwork and stuff that said Dorothy on it. And then we found a picture, and it said Dorothy on the back, but like there, it was like a picture of a couple different people, so we didn't know which one was Dorothy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess we find it. We've tore it all out now, pretty much. But uh, if I find any more crazy shit, I'll bring yeah, it out. Yeah, that's there. that's interesting. Jared wants to take this back, though. He wants to, like, keep it. So that's why I put it in, like, plastic and whatnot. He told me not to fuck it up. Okay. But yeah, man. Yeah, crazy shit. Finally, All I'm right. glad I got that out of the way. <laughs> it was like a, I don't like have a that. builder. I hope it was as big as the build-up was. Yeah, I'm glad. I hope it was enjoyable somewhat, at the very least. Um, I mean, it was very educational. Like, it was like a Charles Dick, like, when you yeah, it's like a Charles Dickens thing. Like, I almost feel like somebody could take just this pamphlet... And make, like, a movie out of it. Like, it, it portrays, like, there's just someone typing, like, he's just typing all this stuff. And then as he's typing, like, things are, the things that are happening in the story are actually going on outside. Like, there was this recent movie I watched on Netflix that's kind of like that. What the fuck was it called? It was, um, the the main picture of it's, like, a Residue. It's called Residue? It's called Residue. And it's about this old book that no one could get through because it was written with the ink of this monster or whatever. And what it is is, as you're reading it, you're hear, you're seeing what the people like what the guy was seeing, and he's slowly going insane. And like, there's these hooks, like the book even tells you to sit down as you're reading it Shit. because there's these hooks that'll kill you, and like it jumps all over the place, like it jumps to the future and to the back past, and like the guy's reading it, and then there's this dude that gets his head blown off, and he's just sitting there with a phone, like he's like, I gotta know, like the dude doesn't know he's talking to the guy, he doesn't have a head, but he's like. I'm just calling you because I got to know what happens at the end of this book. <laughs> and he's like, I can't believe you're still alive. And like, he's just telling them all this shit. And they're that's like, what, what's on the other line? And they're like, I don't know. There's just a bunch of fucking flies. And he's like, that's weird. Like his daughter even answered the phone like, hello. And it's just like, Zzz, like a rotting corpse. Jesus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's a, it's an insane movie. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, I don't know if you ever saw that show on Showtime called Gods and Monsters. No. Well, there's a girl. It's actually the girl from Sucker Punch, the main girl. Yeah forget what her name was on there something baby 
I don't remember. I know it's. I remember. I seen Sucker Punch. I just don't remember her name. The cute little girl freckles yeah. uh, had like pigtails. Emily Browning's her real name. Okay, but uh, she's on it. But she um, was decapitated in a car accident, and or like dismembered and stuff. But she was brought back to life by this lucky coin that a leprechaun dropped on her grave. A six foot leprechaun, yeah. by the way. That's actually the guy from Orange Is the New Black that played Porn Stash. Oh yeah, he's great <laughs> in it too. That's but, awesome. Uh, so she comes back to life, and she had to, like, sew her arm back on and sew her head back on and shit. And, like, she's rotting as time goes on. She's trying to find her husband, and she eventually yeah. does. I don't want to spoil too much, but, like, flies are flying around her the whole time, and she's like, smells, and she very much looks dead, and it's just crazy. The coin gets taken out of her heart. She'll okay. die, but you can, she can always just, like, put it back on her, and the coin's, like, so powerful, it just, like, burns right through her and then goes into her heart. It's crazy. Good show, though. Damn. Good show. Interesting. Like uh, the guy, Crispin Glover, isn't it? You know who that is? He played uh, Marty McFly's dad in the Back to the Future okay, movies. Yeah. He was in that movie. I think it was called Willard with the rats. Yes. Something like that. Will Not Will. Well, I think it's Willard. Willard. Yeah, Willard was the... Uh, he could control Yeah, rats. he could control all the rats. Yeah. yeah that was a Because I'm thinking movie. of Wilford or whatever. Wilfred with, with, the, with the, dog. the dog. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, that was a good one. He was always fucking bear. <laughs> like, Come on, bear. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of crazy movies. Bear was watched, really actually. fucking disgusting after a while when yeah. you looked at him. <laughs> um, yeah, Wilford was a good show. That was, it was, uh, that was, um, it was Elijah Wood. Elijah and, Wood. And that Australian dude that actually played Wilford in the Australian version, too. Did he? Interesting. Yeah. I know there was an Australian version. But I never I saw the that. end of that. So, And people told me that it all started to make sense eventually. Because the thing that always threw me off, because I only saw like the first three or four, yeah. or however many seasons, the first few. Um, and they never really gave you an explanation for why any of this was happening. Other yeah. than the fact that, spoiler alert, his mom did it too with her cat. Her cat was played by Real Perlman. Uh, it's Danny DeVito's wife, and she was, I think her name was... Carla or something, or she was some. She was the the little short sassy girl in, in Cheers. Um, Cheers, it would have been Carla. Yeah. I think it was Carla. But uh, yeah, she's Danny DeVito's wife in real life. Yeah, I, I found that out like probably about ten years ago. I thought that was crazy. It makes sense. They're both little and weird. Yeah, because yeah, uh, they look like they they're they're meant to be together. They were in a movie or something together at one point. Yeah, they were. They were in Matilda together. Is that what they it was? Matilda's their husband parents. and wife. Okay, yeah. And there, I'm sure there was any other things too. Oh yeah. I love Danny DeVito. Yeah, dude, Danny DeVito's the best. Frank Reynolds on Always Sunny is like one of the best roles he's ever played. Everybody keeps trying to get me to watch Always Sunny. They're like, oh, skip dude. season one and just go no, straight to season two even. when Danny DeVito comes in. Because well, the, what it was was because season one was such a story-building season. And character, and character building, building and stuff yeah. like that. It was like, But Danny DeVito came in second season. Second season. Season one, you should definitely watch it. It's worth a watch. I keep trying to, and then I'm just Charlie's like, my favorite on that I show. I just can't get into shows anymore. Like, I'll start watching them, and then I'll just stop. Like, like uh, it took me forever to finish Stranger Things. I was seven episodes in, and then I stopped watching them. By the way, let's talk about Stranger Things, because I know you wanted to. Okay, and yeah. I've, I've seen all of season one or two. Anybody who hasn't, obviously. You can stop watching. That a lot of spoilers here. This will probably be how we end the show. Yeah. But season one was great, and I think season two was even better. And I want to start with episode seven because that's what has most of the like, not really so much giveaway what's going on in episode seven, but that's what has the most the most controversy behind it. Yeah, and I actually think episode seven was great. I mean, it wasn't bad. 
I understood like what you said. We're not giving away anything. The context of it was completely off subject because like the monster was in every episode and it always followed Will and it always followed what was going on with yeah, that. Well, and then this was completely different. That wasn't really my issue. Well, my issue was what you said at the end yeah. is that it felt completely different. It did. It was com- felt complete. I, I understand why it happened, why they did it the way they did. Yeah. I, it's just, and this isn't my original thought. I just heard somebody else say it and I was like, that's a perfect way of putting it, but it felt like an episode of heroes. Okay, so I've never seen Heroes. Um, I've only seen, I haven't seen all of Heroes, yeah. but I've seen bits and pieces of Heroes, and it just felt like that. It was very, like all of the shows, kind of corny or cheesy, but in a good way. Yeah, that's what you love about it. They do it well. That one was legitimately corny and cheesy in a lot it was. of ways. I felt like they were almost trying to make a spinoff. Like I almost felt like they were it going was... to try to make a Stranger Things with eight. Because that was her name, was eight, or her number was yeah, eight. And yeah. I fe- almost felt like, or a movie, like that was a mini-movie, or the mid-season, but that wasn't even a mid-season thing, because that was episode seven, and there were, what, 12 episodes in the whole season? So you really can't consider that mid-season. Yeah. Because usually they do that with, like, The Walking Dead, they'll do that mid-season. It was two episodes look. from the end. And, yeah. And right before that episode... Okay, so there was less episodes than I thought. There was nine episodes. Okay. Um, and right before episode seven, the ending of episode six was a huge fucking cliffhanger. Yes. So that was another issue. Like they completely, and you didn't even get there really. They, I don't even think they went back there until episode eight. I don't think there was anything at the end that was kind of close. Because episode six was when he fell into the. Because eleven or Jane, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna call her from now on, but she showed up at the end of eight. And, like, yeah. saved them all. Yeah, she walks it. Because so, I actually felt that was coming because I'm like, because as soon as she was like, I'm going oh, back yeah, home, definitely, I definitely. knew she was coming in to stop everything. When she left that house and realized that bitch was calling somebody and, like, kind of turning yep. turning on her, she was like, all right, I'm out. I'm going back to them because I know I could trust them and they're really my friends. Yeah. So I know what I need to know. I saw what I needed to see through my mom and shit. And who knows? Maybe she'll go back and save her mom or something. Maybe. She probably will. Yeah. But it... She showed up, like, right there at the end of 8, I think, because they went back into things. They continued off where 6 left off in 8. 7 was just, just like, they took you out of it for a second, which I get why. Yeah. She needed that that to meet her sister and shit. And that little break. That, that, that breakthrough. And, and I almost feel like it's because, because it is a binge-watching series that they were able to do that. Because if you would have got up to episode six and then they left for six months and came back with episode seven, people would have lost their fucking mind. Yeah. Because they'd have left you at a cliffhanger. They would have been like, what the then fuck? They if it was like a week, an, to yeah, week thing, a week to week thing. A week to week thing. And they would have came, would have left for three months because there would only been a couple of episodes so they couldn't leave for a very long time. So they left for three months, came back with episode seven. You'd be like, I'm done fucking watching this show. And then it was almost like episode eight would have been this episode to bring you back. Well, that's, you're right. And, uh, a good example of that is when people first started, before I even started watching season two, and I saw people talking about it, and the almost everyone mentioned season seven yeah. or episode seven being weird. Yeah, same here. And I was like, okay, I wonder if it's like a Breaking Bad ep- type deal. Like, okay. Because there was an episode of Breaking Bad that was so weird and just complete. The whole episode was about a fly in the laboratory. Okay. It, the whole episode was in the laboratory, and the whole episode 
Walt was trying to kill the fly. <laughs> okay. And it it was you don't and like very little happened in the episode yeah. other than that that progressed the story, but it was kind of a character building yeah. thing. Like that helped you understand something about the character that you needed to know later. Okay. In the series. But it was so weird, and you did have to wait another week for that. You know what I mean? Like, that was this and week. That, and that would make you angry. Like, And you were just like, fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, doing that is always going to anger at least, I mean, I'm, don't quote me on the percentage, but at least half of your viewers. Yeah, you might lose a couple. Yeah. Until people are like, no, dude, the next episode's better. It's fine. Come back and watch the it. Only, the only way to get away with that pretty much scot-free is to do it in a in a a binging type format like they did like, with Stranger Things, with, like Netflix does and stuff like that, and Hulu and shit like that. Like the way I see it, that's how everything should be done now. Yeah, that's just changing things. Just like, get it all done. Yep. The story's usually better because it's all there. It's all the way it needs to be. They aren't going to change things because they saw this episode and they're like, well, I don't like that. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. And they're like, well, we need to change things and then fuck it all yeah, up. Yeah, because they're going to go off the fan reviews because everything these days are about what the fans want, how the fans re- look at it and how they review it. And then they go back and change it and they fuck it all. Like you said, they fuck yep. it all up. The internet ruined art this. in a lot of ways. Yes, because you watched it because of the direction they were going. Not Like, yeah, you have your little snippets. But I can't. You've never been able to just call them and be like, "Hey, you need to change this because I feel bad about it. I got a hundred thousand people behind me that feel bad about it too." Yep. On the phone. Now that the internet is a thing, Not you have that, constant but... comments and reviews, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna lose money. We better change it for all these people." And it's not, everybody doesn't feel that way. And eighty percent of the people that do feel that way are fucking idiots. Yeah. Don't know what they're talking about. No. They're they. That's just. Your idea of how it needs to be is fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and they I don't mean, think about that. They're like eighty percent of those people that are bitching are just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? In mo to to most everyone. Even like, to the people that are bitching, they're like, Well, I don't agree with that, but I still don't like this. Right. You know what I mean? We'll change a little bit, we'll go to a movie series, Halloween, when they got to three or was it two with the mask and they thought that was gonna ruin the entire series. <laughs> well but they kept going there with There was it. no good you're talking about the the mask, the movie with Jim no, Carrey. No, I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm talking I was about, about Halloween. Say, there was only where, one good yeah, mask. I'm talking about Halloween. Maybe it was Halloween two, where they had where it was the mask, and like it didn't have Michael Myers in it at all until like the like he oh. was a commercial. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But I think they kept it was going with it. Wasn't it Jason? I think that was Jason. Wasn't no, it? that was that was Halloween. I, I'm not a big horror guy. Okay, but, but I know Jason at first didn't have didn't have the hockey. He had mask a sack on, but yeah. they kept going with that, and he ended up getting the hockey mask and stuff because originally it was his mom. Then Jason came as a zombie yeah. with the hockey mat or uh-huh. the sack, and then he had the hockey mask. But Halloween completely changed it because they thought the first one was like that was it. So they made a second one. It was well, the first or Halloween one. movie was basically a fucking home movie. Yeah, they made it like a home movie. Yeah, and so they didn't know where they wanted to go with the series, so they made the next one the the haunted mask thing. Yeah, and then the third one they brought it back. If they would have had the internet. In between that, to where there's just constant people like, this is bullshit, this fucking sucks, you guys are pieces of shit. They would have never made 10 movies or 15 movies. And like you're saying, that's what's changing still things. Making and more. it's ruining making another thing. one yeah. with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. And that's what I like about Stranger Things because, like you said, it's done. It's already out there. Yep. There is no, like, there's no, there's no manipulation. The there's no, no manipulation. Yep. Yeah. There's no, there's. They just need to stop fucking with things. Yep. Like they need to just be like, look, the guy knows what he's doing. You 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 greenlit it. Yeah. The way it was to begin with, let it get made. You know that's good. Yeah. 
You're not going to like it. Yeah, you might need to bump some stuff up a little bit or tone some stuff down a little bit, but don't fucking completely go back to the drawing right. board and change everything. Because when they brought us back with episode eight, it was like, all right, Stranger Things again. Yep. We had a little break, and now we're back into action. Well, the Stranger Things thing, I'm not even talking about. I'm just like talking about like what most directors or producers talk about with like studio interference. Yeah. Like everything's like going form. smooth until the studio's like, well, I don't like that. You need to change it. Why? It's per this. It's fine. This is. Yeah. It works this way, and then they change it, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, because they did that with the Fantastic Four movie. They were cut it, cut it to shit. And he cut was it. like, "If they would have put my movie out, you guys would have liked it." Yeah. And they took it and they made which it what is, it is. Which I, mean, I haven't seen it because anybody can just say that. It doesn't mean it's so. But yeah. I mean, just like any claim, after a while, some of them have to be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not oh, everybody's yeah. full of shit. He's. He's. You hope not. Yeah. I mean. Just, just like when it comes to like weird, like Bigfoot sightings and Loch Ness. Yeah. Like not everyone didn't see anything. Some people saw something. They may be wrong about it. Yeah. They may be right about it. But some of these accounts are le- legitimate. Like the people who are speaking these things legitimately feel the way they yeah, do. Yeah. Like about the first this. guy that's seen the flying saucer. Yeah. And then he may have been true, but then the other 50 million people that seen the firing saucer might have been bullshit. Yeah. But and then, then the know. third guy that seen it out of those 50,000 or 50, like a million in between, was legitimate again. You're going a little too big. I would say, like, maybe okay, like yeah, one maybe guy not. saw it, and then, like, maybe like 30 people were bullshit, and then, and like, then like, another, another person saw it. something. But and that, that ruins guy was it real. for that second guy because yeah. of the 30 people in well, between ruins, that were bullshit. It ruins it for anybody that's legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, with all these claims about like sexual harassment and stuff, I bet you a good portion, most of them are probably true. You're saying with all the directors and producers Like and Harvey stuff? Weinstein, Louis C.K., yeah. all these, like a lot of them are true. And a lot of them, they even admitted to it, like Kevin Spacey and stuff. And Well, Kevin Spacey actually got memed the fuck out after all that. Like, well, Kevin Spacey went about Jesus. it completely oh, fucking God, wrong. Dude. Did you see the, the Han Solo thing with him? The I did. meme? It was like, Han, but all these kids. And he's like, it's okay, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, it's like, Jesus. Who was it? Billy Eichner, the comedian guy. He was on like community and shit for a little while. He yells a lot. Yeah. He's like, come on. But okay. uh, That's my Billy Eichner impression. But uh, he said it best himself. He's like, Kevin Spacey just proved to the world that there's a bad time to come out. Yeah. And um, it, yeah. He just tried to like deflect it or something. Yeah, he's like, lost everything pretty much. He like he lost almost he lost as House much of as cards. Bill Cosby he lost did. It. Yeah, dude. Like Bill Cosby got dropped from all of That's his. That's why Louis C.K. just finally came out like a day or two later and was just like, "It's true," you know. Yeah. Like I'm not going to deny it. And I don't think Louis C.K. is over. I okay. think Louis C.K. is going to be like a like nobody stopped listening to Michael Jackson and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like even though the Michael Jackson still thinks still kind of up, nobody really knows. Now is that the one that was accused of like? Because um, there was one that was accused of like um, being on set and like groping women, and like doing other stuff. But he, him, and his lawyer denied it. I don't, I don't know. Okay, because that was remember. the first account I heard. Because it was the, it was the Kevin Spacey, and then it went quickly over to the producer that was like groping women and making them do stuff on set. Well, I know they were saying that Kevin Spacey would just go up and grab like dudes' dicks and shit, and he would okay. sexually like harass. Well, because the whole and... child molesting thing supposedly happened like 20 years ago, and there was a kid on set that was like 14. Oh, uh, Corey Feldman. Is, is that who is it was? Is naming people who who assaulted him when he was a child. Now, see, Han- uh, Nick, Nick Hanicrat. And Corey Feldman at... Can you see it on camera? Boom, got you twice. Um, 
he actually said that whole he was into that Corey Feldman thing, and then Corey Feldman like close like halfway through was like, for a certain amount of money that you can send me, we will make these people pay and I'll come and it was like he was like all right I was done with it from there he was like at first he was talking about it and he was like got well, this big thing he wanted the money because he wanted to make a documentary about it to yeah. expose the whole industry yeah that's what it was he couldn't he kind of went about that really weirdly but which is he's a, weird a really fucked up guy and I have no doubt that he was fucked with as a oh kid. no I don't either um, I mean did you see his music video probably now, like two years ago or maybe it was more recent his, a shitty performance he did on yeah. like a live yes yeah, where he was always he's only been weird forever but uh, he um, he actually said Michael Jackson because he spent a lot of time with Michael Jackson. As a kid. Yeah. He said Michael Jackson was one of the few that didn't do anything to him. Yeah. Um, and he named two dudes like his his former manager or something, and then like an actor of some sort that was like kind of well known, but not really. He played small parts and shit. Okay. But uh, I forget where I was going with all this, and I forget how we even got on this fucking sub. It was the it was the Stranger Things episode seven that went into the internet that went into the the uh, molestation cases. <laughs> like, See, I, that still doesn't tell me how yeah, the fuck none you of got it had here. anything to do with with Stranger. I Things guess it's or a anything. current event though. But like yeah. this stuff, this shit's crazy, dude. It is like Adam Sandler just got a, uh, in trouble for touching oh. someone's leg on like ESPN or something. I I remember how we got here because I was saying the 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 amount of things that are probably true and then the other people that are just looking for money or attention you know what i mean like i don't doubt that a lot of this is true but then you got these other motherfuckers that that you know that they're just like trying to get in on the action yeah so there there's always bullshitters oh yeah oh yeah most definitely and that's why it makes it so hard for Corey feldman's because he's like i want the money to make a documentary instead of just making a video that he puts out, and he's like, this guy, this guy, this guy, just this guy, this guy, do this it. guy. Just do it the best you can because yeah. you want to do it. Or just, just say who it is. Yeah. You know what just I mean? Come like, out and why say do you need $10 million to make a movie? Yeah, why do you have to make a movie out of it? Exactly. That's the thing. Like, And that's where Nick said he was... Maybe maybe it's the... And that's maybe. where Nick said he, <laughs> he lost them because it was like, why do you need to make a movie out of it? And it was like you don't you just just, just say it. it if you really have that much information just right there be like fucking Facebook Live. No, that's, that's hey, what my name is Corey weird. Feldman, and I'm here to say Kevin Spacey molested me as a child. I'm here to say that Louis C.K. molested me as a child. I'm <laughs> that, here to say fucking this guy molested me as a child. You pick some weird names. Yeah, <laughs> Louis C.K. is probably like fucking. If it if Louis C.K. molested him as a child, they're probably very close to the same age, and it was probably just like kids having sex. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's like just come out and say it. It just do do what you like a YouTube video or a Facebook Live or fucking get a hacker. You got enough money at least get a hacker to hack into NBC and post that shit right there. Yeah, like just have that send a video no, into a production have to do that. company, dude. You're Corey fucking Feldman. Get on you, just record yourself on your phone, upload that shit to YouTube, right. and it's going to get a bunch of fucking views. It's going right. to go viral. Just if you let- want the fame from it, go on Ellen or Oprah or Dr. Phil and get the fame there. You it's don't need even, to make a movie. No, that's that's the issue. You you shouldn't care about the fame. You should care about the truth. Yes. That's where I don't get the movie part from, I guess, like the yeah. documentary part. Like if you want maybe, the maybe. documentary, go on Dr. Phil, and I'm sure he'll make you a fucking documentary. Yeah. It's just like anybody come go on and doing an interview, and they ask him about something, and like, well, it's in the book. Just yeah. read the book. Like, pretty much, you're just saying, buy my book. Yeah, just buy my book. I'm not going to tell you any of this because I want you. I want your money. I want yeah. you to buy my book. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Which, I like, mean, I whole- guess as a smart business strategy or whatever, but it always makes you look 
like you just want money. And I actually heard a long time ago that to actually make it in Hollywood, you had to have gay sex with somebody. <laughs> and I was always like, that's fucking stupid. Like, that's bullshit. But it makes sense because all this stuff's coming out now of all these molesters and like all these. So everyone in Hollywood is gay. Apparently, even if they're not like, apparently, want to be in my movie? Gay Gay sex is just the way we do things. It's like you want to be in my movie, you got to blow me. You want to make it here, you got to do some shit that you don't want to do. No, I'm, I'm. It that's a. It wasn't even a secret. It's that's been well known since Hollywood's been around. Right. It's just now it's coming out and everybody's acting like everyone's a fucking asshole because they didn't speak about it. What do you mean? They've been speaking about it for fucking years. We know this shit. We know it. Yep. Like now we're just doing something about it. Right. And that's the the whole going back to the internet thing. That's because of the uproar of the internet. Like you got all these people behind their desk like, I feel different about this. And why didn't you guys tell me this when it was like they did? Yeah. You just didn't. Not only that, but who the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. You're just somebody. You're a nobody. <laughs> like honestly, like, it's it. like it. But, when it comes down to it, it's just everybody fucking had something to say, and nobody wants to fucking hear it unless it's important. Right. But yeah, um, I mean, completely off subject. But back to the Stranger Things thing. Um, yeah, going from season seven to or episode seven to episode eight was completely. Completely different. Like, it was a completely different feel. I loved it. Like, I loved episode seven. Completely. Yeah. Like, it felt I like, like we I was went right watching, back into that. Yeah, I felt like I was watching an old, like, 80s TV show. Like, that. it was like the fucking A-Team. Like, they're just sitting there. And then I watched, like, one or two episodes of that Stranger Things couch thing, kind of like they did with the Walking Dead couch, but they have a Stranger Things version now on Netflix. Yeah. And they were like I the didn't snowball. know that, but that's cool. Yeah, they ha- I, I haven't watched too much of it, but they, had this, they talked about that snowball thing where Eleven walks in, and they actually talked about that being the first time she come back. Snowball thing. Yeah, where at the last episode they had the dance, because in episode, I want to say episode, like in the beginning of the episode, he was like, he was like, you can't, he gives her the birth certificate to Eleven, and he's like, you can't, he's like, maybe a year till it blows over and stuff, and he's like, how about one day? And he's like, what's so important about one day? And it's like two months later, and they go all go to the dance, okay. and then the kid's sitting there like this, and then Eleven walks in in a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I guess, they were That's like, like the very last, like one of the yeah, last Yeah, the very scenes. last scene. I guess what they did, because in the interview they wrote it down, they were like, did you guys just write that down, and like, eventually we're going to get to that? And they were like, yeah, we did. We just literally wrote down Snowball. And we were eventually going to get to that point. And you know she's actually British. The girl that plays Eleven, Jane, is actually yeah, yeah. British as hell. Like uh, everybody's fucking British. British man. or like Australian or something. British like or that, Australian, yeah. but like like Rick. I've seen like, quite a few interviews. Like Rick from The Walking Dead. What's his name from Bates Motel? Like all these guys speak better English than I do. Yeah, no, Rick's super British. Yeah, you can hear it in his in his Rick voice sometimes too. Hugh and Laurie. like, uh, yeah, the guy from Preacher's British, and the the girl that plays Tulip is yeah. British. They're all British. So, it's crazy. I mean, acting came from England. You know what yeah, I mean? So, true. Makes sense. They're better actors than we are. Shit. But I feel like watching season two, I almost felt like the director sat down and they're like, "All right, we're gonna make Goonies, the TV show." Yeah. And they're getting through it, and they're like, "Nope, we got a better idea." Because all the kids make me feel like I'm watching Goonies, the movie, stretched out in there two was, seasons. There was a scene in which where they're like in the caves and shit. I think the camera's gonna die, so we're gonna okay. have to do this we'll soon. Have to wrap it up, I guess. But uh, where they save the f- or all the kids are like in those caves underneath or whatever, and they like zoom in and at them, and I was like, oh, that's such a fucking Goonies thing. That's yeah, like that's totally Goonies right there. Right. But uh, yeah, before um, we uh, we we fuck this all up <laughs> the camera we, dies because we're almost two hours going good now. nice but uh nice long one for you it's been a while so there you go um it's 
Bunch of Podheads Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Um, Follow us on all our shit. Make sure to keep up on our Facebook page, Matt Archer Media. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'll, he might post pictures of that book for people that... Oh, I will. I already have before, but I'll, just, I'll put a link in there. Yeah, you could just see that. But, um, yeah, t-shirts available at mattarcher.threadless.com and... Yeah. There you go. Until next time. You made it this far, Hennycrat. Yeah. That one's for you, buddy. We got you quite a few times for the audio listeners. We have been just throwing circle game circle things out there. I don't know what to call this. I don't either. I think it was just called the circle game. It was called the circle game, yeah. but I don't know what to call this actual gesture because it That's really is like okay the okay sign. Yeah, but it's just the okay below the waist. I, I always thought it was just the okay below the waist. But I, I, you don't have to do it below the waist. You though, do. I don't think. To be able to punch someone, they ha- you have to see it below their waist. Well, then all these fucking stupid things Nick is tagging me and don't count them no, if that's they don't. okay. But and it's that's not, why it's become to a me, thing. It's not about that anymore. Yeah, it's not no, what it's it was not. anymore. Now it's just about getting it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. Until next time. I am Mark. Have a good one. Just can't get in